that one of the quotes that he had in the book, it says, fundamental aspects of life, such as art, sleep, sex, ritual, family, your roots, parenting, community, health, and meaningful work are all, in fact, soul functions, and they fail and fall apart to the degree that the soul diminishes. And so when I read that quote, it spoke to me. I thought that's what we're doing in therapy. We are helping people move away from a diminishing soul and into a full, abundant soul so that they can do all of those other aspects of their life. And to do that, they had to have grit for that. So grit is the part that makes us stick with it when it's hard. That What does it take to get started in podcasting when you have no sponsorships, no audience, and no extra funding? Well, it takes a little bit of grit. And today we're going to talk to the host of Soul Grit, Anne Taylor McNeese. Anne gives us some wisdom about how she started, how she kept going, and then what are the things that keeps her strong and keeps her moving forward. I think you're going to enjoy the episode. On with the show. Psych Maven is proud to support the Scaling Therapy Practice Podcast. And if you are someone looking for ideas that are tailored to your own personal style on how to scale and grow your own impact and income as a mental health provider, we hope you might check out our free online assessment. If you go to stp.psychmaven.com, you can take our free personal inventory and find out what your builder type is as a helping professional. This assessment is quick and fun, and it comes with tons of customized resources with your results so you can discover the best ways to scale that match your own personality. Find the assessment at stp.psychmaven.com. That is stp.psychmaven.com. Have fun with it. Well, welcome back to the Scaling Therapy Practice. This is James Marland. Today, I have a very special guest, Ann Taylor McNeese. Uh, she is the host of the Soul Grit podcast, and she also has a therapy office called Soul Grit. Ann, welcome to the show. Hi, James. Thanks for having me. So we're gonna we're gonna do some introductions. So tell me tell me a little bit about yourself and what's the your show about and any details you wanna include for for the audience to get to know you. I'm a California native. I'm kind of one of those people that's a little bit obsessed with, you know, the beach and in and out burgers mm. and <laughs> I'm I'm that kind of person, tacos, all of that. Um and I have been running my practice called Soul Grit in the Southern California area um, for about five, six years, but I became a therapist in uh, 2009. And so I have been working in the mental health field for a while. Before that, I went to Stanford University. I remember sitting outside the library and having this thought that we really need to talk more about how psychology integrates with theology. Mm-hmm. And so back my 19-year-old self, fast forward a few years, I won't tell you exactly how many, but but now I'm actually doing a lot of that work of integrating faith with uh, mental health. And so that's what I do on the Soul Grit podcast. We talk about those issues um, every week. And I, I love it. I love podcasting and I love talking to people um, in my practice. So it, it became just a really natural 
opportunity for me to take that beyond the therapy room walls just to mm. talk to people in a way that other people could overhear and enjoy those conversations as well. Awesome. Thank you. So I've never had an In-N-Out burger. What am I missing? Mm -hmm. You see, the thing is, you won't know. You will look <laughs> at it and I'll say, that doesn't look like anything special. But when you've been born and bred on it, like you'll... Like, what's something from Pennsylvania that I need to try? Uh, I would have to think. I've, I've, been, I've been here 20 years. Uh, Shady Maple Smorgasbord, I suppose, would be <laughs> something I would tell people to go to. It's okay. right next to um, Sight and Sound Theater. So Sight and Sound does, like, they did Noah and Moses and, like, okay. like but it's, a, it's like a big theatrical, theatrical production with like sound effects and robot lions and stuff it's it's pretty cool um <laughs> and so right next to there near there is another tourist attraction shady maple smorgasbord where it's it's like the best pennsylvania dutch cooking in quantities that should be illegal <laughs> okay well if i ever make it out there <laughs> it's worth the trip yeah, it, it's a good thing. So In-N-Out Burger, um, how far, I wonder how far east they come. Um, you know, I'll, I'll... now that there's this mass exodus of Californians to like Texas, Idaho, mm -hmm. Tennessee, I did hear they're going to put one in the Nashville area. So that's okay. probably your closest bet. Closest that's still bet. a drive. Right. <laughs> well, when I drive past one, oh, I'll make it a, I'll make it a, a, a point to stop. Right. Uh, so uh, this week, we're going to talk about podcasting and why do you get into podcasting? And uh, Anne has a show that's been running for how long now? Almost two years. Two years. So you're you're a veteran. <laughs> kind of. I made it past that four episode cutoff. Right? <laughs> and we're going to just talk about her story and why why it, it helps her and her business and help her scale. But it also sounds like it's more, there's a, a passion behind it that is driving her. So we're going to talk about that. First, though, we're going to get into our tool, tip, or tech of the week. Uh, Anne, do you have a, a tip of the week? As I we were preparing for this, I said, I'm going to have to go therapist on you and just remind <laughs> people that they need to take care of foundational stuff first. I'd say this to all my clients when they come in. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're not going to be able to fix your mental health. You're not going to be able to achieve your physical, spiritual, intellectual goals if you are not sleeping. So my tip of the week is to put your phone away, turn the TV off, just go to bed. Go to bed at the right time, wake up at the right time, and you will be achieving your goals. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that is a great tip. I, I feel like you're talking to me, and uh, I feel yeah. like... Yeah, that was a personal attack right there, Jay. <laughs> Uh, so great, great tip, though. Great reminder. Uh, therapists and business owners often, you know, sacrifice for other people, do things for other people and or or work for the business. And those those reminders of taking care of yourself is is key and timely. So thank you for that. So my tip is not quite as deep. Uh, <laughs> I have I found this uh, teleprompter software. So if you're reading like a marketing ad or a YouTube blog or a social media post uh sometimes it's difficult to like look away or look at your outline uh, so a teleprompter uh helps you read things in a measured way and the 
program is called qprompter.com. It's very easy to use. It's free. I'll have a link for you in the show notes. I used it when I did some marketing things for a course I was releasing. Um, and it, it, it worked really, really well. So, and, and free, you know, free is, free is good. So that is my tip of the week. Uh, all right. So we're going to get into our, the, the meat of the show, the main part of the show where we talk to Ian about her podcasting journey. So just to get us started, to get us warmed up, I love the name of your, your podcast. So could you give me an introduction? Like, where did your name come from? Soul, Soul Grit. Yeah. Um, and you can find this on my website too, soulgritcounseling.com. But basically, I was reading the Dallas Willard book, The Renovation of the Heart, which I think should be required reading for anybody that goes to seminary or goes to school to become a therapist. But one of the quotes that he had in the book, it says, fundamental aspects of life, such as art, sleep, sex, ritual, family, your roots, parenting, community, health, and meaningful work are all, in fact, soul functions, and they fail and fall apart to the degree that the soul diminishes. And so when I read that quote, it spoke to me. I thought that's what we're doing in therapy. We are helping people move away from a diminishing soul and into a full, abundant soul so that they can do all of those other aspects of their life. And to do that, they had to have grit for that. So Grit is the part that makes us stick with it when it's hard, that mm-hmm. makes us be able to press through hard experiences. And in a counseling practice, that's what we're doing, right? We're taking the hard stuff of life and showing people that they have a path and helping them find it. And so that's I just took those two words and mashed them up together, and it seems to speak my meaning there. Yeah, it's it's that's uh, there's a real deep meaning there. Um, and it's kind of like explains some of your passion behind it, where it came from. Do you, do you have to explain to people what soul grit means or do they just normally understand it? I would say primarily because I work with a lot of people of faith. When you mm. put the word soul in there, you mm-hmm. get people who are interested in spiritual things. And so it's it highlights for them, oh, I should dig a little bit deeper on this person as my potential therapist. and. And people will come to me and say, I came because uh, your name caught my eye or I liked, Mm -hmm. uh, I knew Mm -hmm. that I could trust your spiritual or faith values Mm -hmm. because you started with that name and then I just dug a little bit deeper. Um, I I like using something like that that's not like overtly like a Bible verse or something Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that, but Mm -hmm. it's something that still speaks to people on a spiritual level. Yeah, it's an indicator for people who are looking for that type of support and mm-hmm. it's important to their life that this is the place to go for that. And then grit is just a great descriptive word. Like, but how did you how did you get started into podcasting? Like, did you just wake up one day and you're like, you know what, I think I want to do a podcast? Or was it something something different? Well, I don't actually remember how or why I started listening to podcasts, but I think it was probably around in 2016 or so when uh, things were starting to heat up on the podcast scene and people Mm -hmm. were starting to become aware of them. And I had a couple of different podcasts that I just listened to really consistently. I loved the format. I love interviews, Mm -hmm. especially 
And I love that, you know, I'm a busy mom of three kids. I own a practice. I volunteer with my church. Like I do a lot of things. And so podcasts were a way for me to get ideas and things to think about into my brain without having to block out a time to mm. like sit down on the couch and read a book, you know? <laughs> and so whenever I'm walking or cooking or cleaning or driving, I, I always have a podcast on. So I now label myself a podcast junkie. Like I have yeah. to have something playing in my ears. And about, I think it was about in 2018, I just messaged the host of a podcast that I was really enjoying. And I wanted to offer some mental health resources because it was a topic she mentioned on the show sometimes. And I was like, well, I'm a therapist and I love the show. So I'll just offer to help out with some, you know, a document or something that might be helpful for her. And then she turned it around and said, I'm going to interview you next. And so I went, oh, okay. I'd never done a podcast before, so I was incredibly nervous. And I thought this is this is something that's only for like big time people, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. after I did that one interview with her, I just fell in love and said, I have to do this. But then it took me another mm -hmm. three years after that mm -hmm. to finally like get all the nuts and bolts together to actually have my own podcast. And now that I do, like, I don't feel like I'm big time or anything. I just mm -hmm. feel like I like having these conversations. They're life-giving. They're energizing. You know, some people listen to them and, and tell me that they find a benefit from it. So it, it fulfills the work that I want to do. It sounds like from, when, from your idea to when you started, there's a story there, maybe some struggles. Like, what was the difficulty? in getting started because um it sounds like you took to it you know oh this is very this is really meaningful but then when you got started it was a couple of years later what were some of those obstacles or barriers for you yeah well i think now this is 2023 i think now like everybody and their neighbor has a podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> so now the idea of being on a podcast is not as daunting but Back then, I really did feel like that was for somebody that's more important than me or mm. that was for somebody that already has a platform or already has a following, you know, and I didn't see myself as that person. And at the same time, like I said, I'm running a practice, raising three kids, all those things. And it just seemed like, oh, there's going to be too much of a learning curve for me. There's going to be uh, I can't set that set that time aside. Um, and then it just came down to really like the 2020 pandemic, I had two ideas. I wanted to write an e-course and I wanted to start a podcast. And I just had to pray about it and say, God, which one, which mm -hmm. one should I do first? And so I went with the e-course. That was my 2020 when, you know, remember when it was like two weeks to slow the curve, you know? Oh yeah. I, <laughs> this will be done in a weekend. Or, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I remember, I remember thinking, those very those very same thoughts yeah yeah so that was my 2020 summer project was uh writing the e-course and then after that was written i then i felt like okay well i have this course but nobody knows about it mm -hmm. i have a lot of things i want to be able to say and people i want to be able to talk to and so the way i'm going to do that is by starting the podcast so that came in the spring of 2021 right so Let's go, let's talk about some of those, the challenges with the the negative thoughts. Like, isn't it, isn't it, um, 
ironic we think things like uh, we we like cut ourselves right out of the discussion with like I can't do it. It's for somebody else. Uh, I'm not that person. I don't see my. You said I don't see myself as that person. And that besides the time, the the technical issues and the time, but why do you think it's common? Like I had those thoughts. Well, like what what is what is common about that experience, and how do you? What would your advice be for breaking away from some of those negative thoughts? I think we have mixed messages culturally about, yeah, you need to be humble. You need to mm-hmm. um, not think too highly of yourself, but also you need to promote yourself and look like a badass and all that. You know, <laughs> so there's a lot of mixed messaging in there. And so, and I don't, I don't know if this is, Uh, more of a female thing or if men have this too but um this idea of like i have to measure how much of myself i'm going to put out there in the world Mm -hmm. and uh, knowing that podcasting for me had to start as a hobby there was no sponsors there was Mm -hmm. no seed money for it it was just Mm -hmm. something i had to learn to do because i enjoyed it and and so um weighing that hobby business hobby business you know that term <laughs> yeah versus but i could be spending that time with my kids or i could be um seeing more clients so then i make an mm-hmm. income on that or mm-hmm. those are are the things that we have to weigh and so when all of those pressures come in it's easy just to say well somebody else will do it there's other people talking about mental health there's other people talking about christian faith like i don't need mm-hmm. to worry about mm-hmm. that as much yeah yeah um i often find like i have to uh, write down the negative thought and then write down like either the reframe or the truth like oh nobody you know i'm gonna start out and there's gonna be no followers well guess Mm -hmm. what james that's how everybody (laughs) starts when you're doing something new oh i won't know how to edit my show yeah right it's true, but you you learn through practice. The like it's it's just the reframing and the um putting some truth into some of those crushing negative thoughts that keep us just tied to where we are now. Uh, so I one reframe that really helped me was I and I can't remember who said it at this point, but yeah, you may only have 100 listeners on your podcast during that first year. And that's not like the the big ones that have 10,000 downloads mm-hmm. per episode or things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you were to set up a microphone once a week and 100 people showed up to hear you speak, mm. like that would mean something, right? Yeah. Like, like that's a that's a lot of people giving you an hour or a half hour of their week. And so don't diminish that those people are showing up and that it eventually it grows. Great. Good advice uh, and good reframe, really. So were there, besides like some of those thoughts and like figuring out the time, what, what might be some other obstacles for your, your podcast to getting started? Well, I didn't use Instagram, so that mm. was a big scary thing for me too, because I was. Oh, really... you had to learn it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to practice what I preach, you know, like stay off social media, like don't 
Don't get sucked in to all these different platforms. And, you know, every other week there's a new platform that everybody's going to be on, you know. And so I had really resisted Instagram. I just stayed with the old people's platform, you know, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I stayed with that. And then when I decided to have this other business that wasn't just my therapy, I had to learn a new platform. Mm -hmm. How do you engage with people? How do you post there? How do you get some traction there so that was another thing that was an obstacle for me is just the marketing of that yeah Yeah. so your solutions to some of these obstacles um you you came up with some solutions is there anything you wish you knew back then that that you know now i wish that i had done a little bit more market research um, to figure out uh, like who wants the e-course that I created mm-hmm. so that I would know I had somebody ready to purchase it when it was created. I also, I wish that I knew a little bit more about um, how to be like engaged and engaging on social media, because I think that's mm. one of the ways that we primarily market these days for this this type of endeavor. So my my mom always says, well, why don't you push, publish an ad in this therapist magazine? Or why don't you, like, she's constantly coming up with ideas for how I can get my name out there. And I, yeah. I'm always thinking, I don't think people look at those. Or I don't think, yeah. you know. So it's very hard to figure out how to get your message out there or get people to recognize your, your name and your face when mm-hmm. you're starting from scratch. Yeah, I think um, persistence is a pretty good <laughs> uh, grit, I guess, yeah. is a pretty good character trait to have when you're starting this endeavor. Um, yeah. it, it it takes time. Like people, so I think some people, well, maybe I thought, I'll only just say I thought, you start a podcast, you release a course, and, you know, the world comes to your door. But that is not necessarily. Mm-hmm. And the- I even hired people to do like Facebook ads for me and things mm-hmm. like that. And just just couldn't even with professionals that I had hired, just didn't seem to like crack the code of yeah. like how do we get this in front of the right people? You know, yeah. that was challenging. Um, and and so I've been focusing on in my early, you know, I'm I'm less than a year old is content marketing, releasing blogs, releasing the podcast, talking to other people on podcasts. You know, getting getting the word out uh, in that way. And that has helped, but it, it also, uh, the, the, you gotta be persistent. Like you, um, comparison is a big trap. I've talked about this in the show before, but I, you can't compare your, your beginning to somebody else's middle or, you know, they're three fourths of the way through it's, right. it's you're on your journey and, um, that, that comparison trap can be deadly. Exactly. So here, let's talk about. Maybe wait, like, uh, how do you, use, so you have your story and your podcast and your course. So how do you use your story or the things you've learned over the last couple of years to, to help other people scale it or just grow, maybe not scale, mm-hmm. um, but grow there either personally or professionally? Well, I think my whole job is based on that, right? Like I, mm-hmm. Uh, even the tip that I shared at the beginning of the episode, like, I just want people to be healthy. You know, I tell people like, 
we're going to go five pillars. Like you have to move your body. You have to sleep. You have to eat good mm -hmm. food and drink water. You have to have social support. You have to have a spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have those five things going, like there's no foundation for you to build on. And mm -hmm. so that's, I guess what I would say, whether you're just a person trying to live your life or you're a podcaster or an e-course creator or you're trying to do some some of this content manufacturing <laughs> or you are running a therapy practice, whatever it is, like you have to be able to take care of those foundational things. And when those are in place, then you have the ability to scale and grow mm -hmm. on top of those things. But if you let one of those things fall through because you're too stressed or you're too busy or you're too annoyed or you haven't worked out your past trauma issues or whatever the reason is, like you're not going to be able to scale. That's a, that's a great, it's getting me, the wheels are turning. Like Good. that is a great tip. Like I, I, a lot of times in this podcast, we'll talk about a new product you know, or a new service or hiring people or uh, a, a new degree or a niche to go into. But you're you're bringing us all the way down to the, the the foundation of taking care of yourself, because if you're not taking care of these things, you're you're building on a shaky foundation. That is just a phenomenal tip. Right. Just back to basics. I'm sorry it's not new and flashy, but <laughs> But if you go and you look at what are what are we all talking about? What are we all writing books about? You know, it's these things like how can you sleep better? How can you have mm -hmm. a better marriage? How can you have a better mm -hmm. sex life? How can you grow mm -hmm. your business? How can you, you know, we're trying to do all of these things. And really, it comes down to not not going crazy. Like, I'm not going to set a rigid schedule that I have to be in bed at 10 and wake up at six every night. Or, you know, I'm not going to say, like, I have to exercise for this many minutes a day every mm -hmm. day i have to count all my calories i have to like mark off how many bottles of water i drink mm -hmm. like it's not about having a rigid system like that but it is about having like general sense of care for yourself and the most important people in your life first and then out of the overflow of that that's where we give our content to the rest of the world Right. It, it's kind of, this is like a, a comparison to uh, a tip that stuck with me. Um, Andy Stanley, he, mm -hmm. he has a podcast. I forget. It's either his podcast or his uh, a sermon or something. But uh, he, he was, I think the, I think the episode was on uh, dating. It was like love, sex, and dating. And he talked about people who, who were like, I can't find, um, a partner or a date or something and here i'll get to the i'll get to the tip because i'm messing <laughs> up the story completely but it, it's ba the basically the tip was be the type of person that will attract the type of person that you want exactly mm -hmm. uh, did, oh good i said it right yeah <laughs> but it, like and that goes for and i and i apply that to business as well exactly. what is the type of business owner i want to be Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, what do I want for my family in this? What do I want for a career? How do I want to be a, a good neighbor in the community? How do I attract and create that for myself? People just don't give it to you. You have to be the type of person that would attract the right partners and uh, um, attract the right employee, you know, be the company that will attract the people that you actually want to hire. You have to be that first 
and then it's a track. You don't you don't get them and then become that become it first. It's the same in the therapy practice where I think a lot of therapists, especially like my generation or earlier, they will they were taught like this blank slate kind of therapist approach mm -hmm. where you have to not bring anything of yourself into the room because it's all about the client and you want the mm -hmm. transference and the counter-transference and all of that to happen. And really, I think the tides are shifting on that where it's more understood now that we are relational and what the greatest tool and asset that we bring into the therapy room is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so if you are wanting to do good work in your practice, whether that's as a therapist or as a content creator, like you have to do the self work. Like I want to attract the kind of clients that I enjoy working with and they're going to be people that I can relate to, you know? And so some of us have this feeling that if I just get real narrow and I am like projecting this one kind of image into the world, then I'm going to miss out on all of these other clients that could potentially come to see me where we're actually proving the opposite to be true. When you do get a little bit more narrow in your niche and you project a little bit more of your true authentic self in the room or on the microphone or on the screen or whatever it is, like you get the people who you're happy to work with. I I 100% agree. I also think that therapists are or business people in general are scared to niche like that to like mm -hmm. identify themselves that way did you did you did somebody tell you this is what you should do and and you went with it and discovered that it worked or is, were you you know did you try to be authentic and then was like wow this is working really well like what was your process of discovering that being authentic to who you are is a key part of attracting the people you want to see and help. No, it really came from personal experience because mm -hmm. I started dealing with depression when I was a senior in high school. The first year of marriage, I was only I just barely turned 22 and I was in the deepest depression of my mm -hmm. life. And I went to see a therapist who really was very personable. Like she wasn't afraid to tell me about her kids and, and to make jokes with me and to just make me feel like I was a person in a room with a real mm -hmm. person, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and that relational style just really defined my future career so that now I know what works for me as a relational kind of therapist. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not afraid to bring that into my own uh, counseling room because I think the people that I work with deserve to know me as a real person. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I work. And if they need somebody who has, you know, a white coat or elbow patches and a pipe and a clipboard or something like that, like that, I'm not going to be the right therapist for them. And I'm okay with that. Great. And, and you've really leaned into that with your branding, you know, your name. I'm sure your marketing does not shy away from who you are as, as a therapist and as a person. And that has been very beneficial. You attract the people that you can help the most yep. and you want to spend time with. Wonderful. It's so, so good. So, so uh, a rich uh, discussion here. So the, uh, starting to wrap up, what are, what's the one thing you want people to take away from this episode? 
you want me to go first? What yeah, do you think? Why don't you go first? Well, you, you can let oh, me well, think. Now I got to think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, here's all right, the thing. All right. I'm going to go all the way back to the foundation thing. It's still sticking with me because it's a little, it's a little uh, different than what we normally talk about on the show uh, is like creating a, a, a product or something. But you got to take care of yourself. Like it really, you can't scale and you can't grow your business if the the most important person, the owner of the business is crumbling, Mm -hmm. either through stress or not eating right or not sleeping right or those types of things. So my my one thing that I want people to take away from this episode is just take care of yourself and uh, then you'll be able to grow. All right. Well, I wasn't exactly sure where this interview was going to go either, so... I didn't prepare an answer to this question in advance, but based on where we've talked, like, yeah, like taking care of yourself, but also being your authentic self and the the stuff you put out there, I think shouldn't just be what's going to attract the most um, listeners or viewers or clicks Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not about creating something that will appeal to other people. It's about bringing yourself and and what feels authentic to yourself into it and when i say that even if i have to explain to you what soul grit means like it it's going to stick with you you're never going to forget the name of my business are you james (laughs) no because there's a a story that's personal to me and if you have value in this as the creator of the thing that you're creating and so that's the one thing i want you to come away with wonderful great so, so good to talk to you. So as we wrap up, where can people find you? Where's your show? What product? You said you had a course. Can you talk a little bit about in social media? It sounds like you're on Instagram. So <laughs> tell, give us all the things. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're in California and you're looking for a therapist, my uh, therapy website is soulgritcounseling.com. Um, but my everything else is at soulgritresources.com. And that's where you'll find the course, the blog, the um, podcast. Um, anything else that I decide to offer. Um, and my Instagram is also Soul Grit Resources. The podcast you can find at um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, it's everywhere. And um, the course that I have that you can find on the website is specifically for therapists. And this is a course for people who are people of faith, Christian faith specifically, that maybe went to a secular university uh, maybe learned the practice of therapy in in a more clinical setting, but would like to learn to integrate their personal faith into what they're doing in the counseling room. So I had the advantage of going to seminary to get my degree. So integration of faith and psychology has always been a part of what I do. But as I was interacting with other therapists in my community, mm-hmm. I realized that there are people who have that like personal part, but they didn't know how to integrate it with their clients who wanted a faith-based approach. So I decided you're not going to go back and get another master's degree for that. Let me just help you out with this five-module course. <laughs> oh, that's that's wonderful. I think it's a great, greatly needed course, a greatly needed topic, and also just something, you know, to if that's your authentic self and you're struggling to know how to do it because you've been taught, you know, a certain way to do it sounds like a great uh, alternative to to take care of that issue and get it get it kind of straightened out. Okay, so that is the show. Uh, and thanks so much for joining me. 
Thanks, James. This was fun. This is James Marland with Ann Taylor McNeese. Thanks for joining the Scaling Therapy Practice. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. As part of my dedication and commitment to you, I found the webpage where you can locate the closest In-N-Out Burger to your state. I also have a, a, a webpage for the Shady Maple Smorgasbord, so you can kind of check out what those are if you're interested. These links are in the show notes. Uh, but I do have the resources for Soul Grit. It's just Soul Grit resources that's in the show notes and Anne's course on integration. You can also find her on Facebook and on Instagram. I have the link for the Q prompter. It's the free teleprompter resource that you can use for your own uh, needs for your courses or podcasts or whatever you have to record. And I did find the episode of Andy Stanley where he talked about the secret of contentment. And that's where you you're, you get you get caught in the trap of comparing yourself to other people, which is a huge part of starting anything new, especially with podcasting or where you're putting yourself out there. Make sure you click the builder type assessment where you can find some awesome tools to help your practice grow. And finally, I'm kind of burying the lead here. One of the main reasons I was talking to other podcasters is Gordon Brewer is having a podcasting for mental health professional course. And I am helping him with that. And that is going to be at the end of March. So there is a link for the podcasting course for mental health professionals. And uh, right now it's $200 off. So please check that out. Thank you for tuning into the Scaling Therapy Practice. We hope that you found it informative and enjoyable. Please note that the information provided in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be taken as legal or therapy advice. If you need legal or therapeutic advice, we strongly encourage you to seek out the advice of a licensed professional. No podcast, website, or other media should be considered a substitute for professional advice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to sharing more content with you in the future.